Okay. Uh, good morning. Today's stuff is stuff members. I just want to go back and explain the Gomorrah according to Rav. Uh, uh, I want to explain Rav Papa according to uh, Tosfos because that's closer to how we paskin. Um, just before that, so we brought Machloikes um, Rav Huna and Rav Nachman, and against Rav Sheishes, whether you can say if you're eating something that's not connected to the meal within the meal. Does Hamotzi cover it? And both agreed you have to say a new brocha. So you're eating, for example, fruit in the meal. You have to say a new brocha on the fruit. The machlokes was, what about benching? Do you have to, does benching cover it or not? So that was the machlokes. Then we just mentioned, I don't even, I don't remember reading this yesterday, so I'll just read it again today. It says, Applicate the Rebichia. They both argue on Rebichia. Dom Rebichia, Paspoteres, Kolmina Machel. Bread exempts all bread from another brocha. Mayayin Poiter, Kolmina Mashkim. And wine exempts all liquids from a brocha. Ah, if you say amotzi on bread, you don't have to worry about any other brochas on food. Obviously, that's you eating then when you're eating the bread. Um, and um, similarly, by one regarding drinks. Then Omar Papa Papa said, he said, I'm not going to explain it according to Rashi that we did yesterday. Things that are brought in the meal, but because of the meal, they do not require a brocha, neither before them or after them. He says, what are things that are brought in the meal during the meal? So he says, that's anything that's there primarily to fill you up. So not only is it the things like the dips, and the spreads and the accompaniments of the bread that you specifically eat with bread, but even the kugels and the pasta and the salad, all that stuff, since it's brought as a primary part of the meal to fill you up, that would also be covered by the brocha on the bread and the benching that you say. Then he says, Stuff that is... Sorry, Things that are not eaten because of the meal... But you're eating them in the middle of the meal. You would need a brocha before them, but benching would cover them. They, um, this would be things we would generally say like dessert, ice cream, chocolate, fruit, etc. All these things that are not part of the meal, not part of, not there to fill you up as what you would consider the essentials of the meal, the, the, or the, the primary parts of the meal. Then you say a new brocha before them, but benching covers it. And then he says, La'achara suda. After the su'uda, um, um, this means after you've decided you're not going to eat anymore, and then you start eating some other food, then you'd have to say before brocha and after brocha, benching wouldn't cover it. Yeah, so that's the that's how Tosis learns. That's very close to the halach as we learn. Again, in summary, we generally say anything that's part of the meal, what you would consider generally um, star, uh, starters and main course in general, like the I'd say anything from soup, the spreads, the tips, and all the main dishes. That's all covered by motzi. Dessert-like substances. The general rule seems to be again. It's quite a complex discussion, but the general rule is. On dessert, we do say another brocha. So you're eating ice cream, you're eating fruit, you should say another brocha. Mazonis is more complicated because it's more similar to bread. Okay, um, it's worthwhile uh, trying to look into those halachas. Um, but that would be the general. Anything that's part of the meal is covered by hamotzi and birchas hamazon and all the 
things that are not normally eaten as part of the meal are uh, require a new bracha. No. No, 72 minutes comes in if you forget to bench. How long do you still have to bench? So if you forget to bench, then strictly speaking, as long as you're still full from your meal, you can bench. But if you're not so full, then you, it must be within, generally we say it's within 72 minutes. You have to bench. Yeah. So some people... Yeah. Some actually say that's preferable because, like I said, it gets very complicated whether, firstly, dessert in its own right now, if it's like a fixed part of the meal, like you have uh, whatever, soup, uh, main course and dessert, like as a fixed part of the meal, some lean to say that you should not say a brocha on it. And also it gets complicated, like if it's something that, um, like certain cakes and stuff might be covered, certain mazonuses might be covered by the hamotzi because they're very similar to bread anyway even though you're generally salmon sodas on them. So some recommend, yeah, bench off the main course, and then eating dessert after the meal, you can say a new bracha, obviously without any of the concerns that it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a different discussion, but it would be the, the, the principle is like you said, that's why, that's why many people, some people are particular to bench before. Um, okay, then we mentioned, um, yeah, just to carry on. Um, no, no, it doesn't cover off. Once you've benched, then everything resets. Yeah. So, you know, you see, on the other hand, the, the, I guess the difficulty with this, you're not allowed to create unnecessary brochas. So, I'm not allowed to bench knowing that I'm going to have more salad. Let's just take something that's clearly covered by the bread. So I'm not allowed to bench knowing that I'm going to have more salad because now I have to say ha'aramah which I didn't have to say before. So that would be a reason to say don't bench or have a dessert first. But like I said, since it's a doubt it's okay to bench first. And as I said some people actually recommend and say that's what you should do. Um, then we just mentioned um, does one exempt bread um, sorry, does, bread does not exempt wine, and that's because wine is so choshev. How do you understand the goyim brochel atzmo? Remember Rashi said goyim brochel atzmo means because often you have to say hagofen on wine, even when you don't want to drink it. Kiddush, havdola, um, sheva brochel, etc. All these times you have to say hagofen on wine, it causes its own brocha. Whereas the Toysfus bring one opinion that says, no, what it means it causes its own brocha is that it's, it should be ha'it. But there's a special bracha golfing. We see it's chashivus, and therefore it's not secondary to the bread that it's covered by the bread. And then toisus, we also mentioned from toisus that other meals, that other drinks that are eaten as part of the suda, especially the sort of drinks that you keep, that you having just to keep your mouth moist. Like sometimes after eating food, you need to like moisten your mouth. Especially those drinks are definitely covered by the bread because they're now part of the meal. Um, that um, yeah, that those drinks would be covered by bread. Yeah, and that, that would be the general principle, and that's how we generally pass. We don't say brachas on other drinks. Big question when it's drinks that are, let's say, like you're having with dessert, you're having coffee with dessert. 
So there's a good chance to say, now you should say a bracha on the coffee. Or you're having a liqueur. They bring liqueur as an example. Many hold that you've finished eating, you've cleared the table, you're having liqueur before benching, you should probably say a shakal on the liqueur. That's how many paskin. Not you, right. Not if you made kiddush with wine and you drank some of the wine. If someone else made kiddush and drank wine, well, then he doesn't have to say the bracha, but you haven't drunk any wine, so you would have to. Exactly. Yeah. Wine exempts all drinks, and that's even like not strictly part of the meal. Okay, but we'll touch a little bit on that a bit further. Then we said, now top first, wi- first line on Mem Beis Amud Aleph, 42B, first line. Rav Huna Ochel, Tlisa Rifta, B'nai Tlisa, Tlisa B'Kava. Rav Huna ate 13 loaves, where three of those loaves equaled a kav. The Lord Berach, and he didn't say Hamotzi or Birchas Hamazon on them. It was these loaves were what we call Pasapo Bekisnin. Um, uh, we discussed a little bit Pasapo Bekisnin, three different opinions in Shulchan Aruch, but basically things that are made more for a snack, cake, pastries, etc. So he says, Omer Rav Nachman, Ad this is eaten for hunger. Any time someone else would say would be suda on this, you need to say bracha. I with pasabol bekisnin. There's a special bracha. You're right. Chazal, since it's only it's generally it's baked to be a snack. People don't bake cake for your main meal. It's baked to be a snack. And uh, there, and as I said, there are three opinions in Shulchan Aruch what they are. The one is that it's things with dough that's with pockets, and they fill those pockets, and then they bake it. And other opinions, you mix the dough with all different substances, like honey and nuts and all the spices to make it delicious. Okay, it's kind of like our cake, and then you bake it. And uh, the third opinion was things that are more cracker-like, not so easy to define, but things that are more cracker-like. That's possible bekisnin. As I said, the halacha is you say mazonas on them and alamichia after them. If, however, you're eating enough that's a meal, that you convey a suda on it, that you're now having it like bread, then you would have to say hamoitzi on it and bench after it. It turns completely back to bread if you're eating a regular meal with it. And what this halacha is teaching us is that you don't go after when, whether you'll be full or not. Let's say you have a huge appetite and you can eat uh, two chalas. Most people eat two slices of chala. You eat two chalas, then you go after the normal meal that a person would eat. Okay, it's quite a complicated Mishnah Baruch because what happens if you're having, like most of us will have, let's say, two slices of challah, but lots of food with it, and that's a meal. So what if you're just having two slices of Pasa uh, Bobakistin, or is it the full meal amount? Okay, complicated, intricate halachas, but just the, that's the main principle. And therefore, that's one of the main uh, things against Mazonos bread. First, even if you say that that roll you're holding is Mazonos bread, Okay, you're calling it, you're saying it's cake. So even if you're saying that that's what it is, still if you're having it as part of a meal and you convey a suda on it, and obviously you're eating enough food, then you'd have to vas and say hamotzi anyway. So it doesn't necessarily help you in most scenarios. If you're picking, you want to, you're rummaging through the fridge for something to eat, for a snack, and you take out a mazonas bread, okay, if it reaches, I'm not saying it does, but if it reaches the criteria of mazonas bread, then you say mazonas on it. But as soon as you're having it as part of your meal, and you're eating it up, then you'd have to say hamotzi anyway. So most times when people actually bring in out mazonas bread, that's not going to help them, because they're bringing it in place of bread, just so that they don't have to vas and bench. I mean, there's musar on that as uh, musar on that as well. I don't <laughs> think this is din, but I know my grandfather was very particular to vas and take the opportunity for every meal, not for, uh, for every meal, 
to have the opportunity to say the, clear, the one clear bracha Doraisa is benching. So how can you pass up on that opportunity? That's a, that was his approach. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's good enough. Yeah, I don't know if that's good enough. I'm saying if it's, if it, if, even if they were serving you cake... And you're having enough. I mean, you got to. You can go into the shirim. That's a whole complicated shirim. But even if they were serving you cake, and you're eating it with your food, and it's enough food that's considered kovea suda, then you have to vas for that cake. So I don't know how. I don't know. Like shasad chak. I don't know how that really. In my mind, I don't know how that helps. Okay, but we saw in halacha that. Okay. We saw in Allah that when traveling, you can daven uh, sitting and stuff. But I don't see when... I haven't seen any Allah that when traveling, you don't have to bus for bread. That's, uh, in my mind, that's what you said. Once, as soon as you convey a surah on Pasa Boba Kisnin, it's considered bread. Uh, just another interesting machlokes. I'll just mention it quickly. So we said if you knead dough with other substances, so you put some honey in your dough and knead it, that's Pasa Boba Kisnin. So the, if I remember correctly, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that's even if it's a little bit of honey. As soon as it's a little bit sweeter, now it's Pasa Boba Kiznin. We hold like there are more that it has to be significant. It's not like, and therefore, Al-Khala has sugar and eggs and stuff in. Sfardim would hold as Pasa Boba Kiznin, as Mazona's bread. And uh, Ashkenazim hold that. No, it's Khala until it's the primary aspect is that it's a different flavor. So it has lots of sugar, lots of other flavorings. They're asking all these things like more like cake or a pastry or something like that. But again, the way to remember the primary distinction, if, as I understand, between whether it's Pasababa Kisnin or actual bread, is, is it made to be eaten as a snack? Okay. Again, there are lots of questions. What about pizza? What about uh, pars? They're pastry covered in... Uh, Meat covered in pastry, uh, pizza, pars, all these things are part of the discussion of Pasa Boba Kisnin. Don't want to go into all their details now. Okay, Rav Yehuda have a osik leil bei Rav Yehuda bar Chaviva. Rav Yehuda was preparing for the wedding with the daughter, for his son who was with the do- who was marrying the, into the house of uh, Rav Yehuda bar Chaviva. I used to come and Pasa Boba Kisnin. They bought before them Pasa Boba Kisnin. And he heard them say Hamotzi on that Pasa Boba Kisnin. So Omer Luhu, my Tzitzi, the Koshmina, what's this? Tzitzi, Tzitzi, Hamotzi, Hamotzi that I hear again, another animatopia. And Dilma Hamotzi Lechem in Oretz, come over, are you saying Hamotzi Lechem in Oretz on this Pasa Boba Kisnin? So Omrilai in the Tanya Ramoida Omer Mishum Rebbe Yura, Pasa Boba Kisnin, Bevorchim Ole Hamotzi, Omer Shmuel Halocha Karav Moine. Yes, Pasa Boba Kisnin, you say Hamotzi on it. And Allah is like Shmuel. So Omar Luhu ain halacha karebi moine. Sorry, Shmuel told us that Allah is like Rebbe Moine, that you say hamoitzi on Pasa Boba Kisnin. So he said to them, no, you misheard. Ain halacha karebi moine itmar. What he said is that it's not like Rebbe Moine. And again, that's how he passed on Pasa Boba Kisnin is mazoinas. Vomri lay vaho marhu daoma mishmei de Shmuel, lachmonios maavim bohem, mavorchim aleam hamoitzi. says, oh, but didn't you say in the name of Shmuel that these sort of crackers you can make an Eruv on them, and you can only make an Eruv with bread. Um, and you also say Hamoitzi. So he says, no, shiny hosam, the Kovea Suda Alai. That's different because you're setting them for your meal. Avalecha de loiko Kovea Suda Alai lo. But when you're not setting them as your meal, you would not have to. So again, this would be very practical. Again, you're having a few crackers with some little, uh, some toppings, whatever. That's fine. It's mazonas. If you're going to have half a, you're going to have a whole box of crackers 
Well, then you have to vas. It's kovaya suda on it. It's a big shear and you be kovaya suda. That would be the, yeah, the principle of pasapol kisnin. Now we're going to go into when is the meal considered complete? I, we discussed in previous halachas that if the meal is complete, but it's before benching. And then Tosa said, you say a new bracha and bircha, and you'd have to say a separate after bracha because it's the meal's finished. So when is the meal finished? Rapopik lele bay ravuna braid ramnason baso de gamri sudai so aise lekame midi lemeichel. After he finished his meal, they brought before him food to eat, some more food to eat. Shakol rapopa vakachil he ate it without saying a bracha. So amar lei loy savar lomar gemar also milachol. Don't you hold that once you finish the meal, it's forbidden to eat without saying a bracha? So amar lehu he said to them salak itvar no when the table has been removed. Remember how they used to eat, and this is also going to become relevant for the next mission. How they used to eat would be leaning on those kind of couches with the table in front of them. So he says, stopping to eat isn't when the, meal, when the meal's finished, it's when they've removed the food or removed the table. That's when the meal's finished. So as long as my table or my, some of my food is still there and I change my mind and I decide to eat more, it's still covered by, it's still part of the meal. Rabbi Rebizari went to the house of the Reish Galusa after they removed the table from them. They sent some more food from where the Reish Galusa. So maybe he was in his own room eating or he was in his study eating, I don't know. And they had finished eating and removed the food. And now the Reish Galusa sent them more food. So Ochel, Rabba Ochel, the Rebbe Zayir Lo Ochel, Rabba ate from the food and Rebbe Zayir did not eat. So Amalei Lo Savar Lamar Siluk Osu Melechol. Don't you hold for the opinion that once the food has been removed, you're not allowed to eat anymore without saying a new bracha. So Amalei Anana Tachad the Reish Galusa Samchin. I know we're relying on the table of the. We're dependent on the table of the Reish Galusa. I we're eating out your das. What's considered the end of the meal or not is dependent on the host. When the host considers the meal finished. So let's say you go somewhere and you don't realize it's a, they served you soup and then they brought out a fish and then they brought out a meat course and you think, oh, that's the end. And then they bring out another course. Since your mind is, uh, you're dependent on the host, it's as if you haven't finished eating and you can con- continue to eat without a brocha. Um, well, firstly, if it's hamotzi, what happens if they bring in you something bread-like? Then you'd have to vas. Also, you can't just say a brocha. You can't say a brocha unnecessarily. Oh, if you've finished eating and you want to say... No, no but I'm saying, but you don't have to say a brocha. If it's still part of the meal, and that's what you're trying to define, you don't have to say a new brocha. Oh, yeah, so it's, uh, they, the poskim discuss, what is that? Are you allowed to eat or do you have to bench first and then only allowed to eat? I think if I remember correctly, we poskim, you say a brocha and then you can, a brocha rishona and then you can continue to eat. But the question is, do you even need to say that brocha rishona? So that's what, I, that's what I was bringing out. Um, um, that's, uh, you, you bring it in subjects we've just discussed regarding whether it's dessert or not. But we're saying part of the meal. Part of the meal. Yeah. So those you'd have to, even if you're eating those during main course, you'd have to say uh, brocha. Someone brings you some mango to, you see some mango on the side and you start eating it in the middle of main course, you still have to say brocha on it. It's not part of the meal. If it's something, I guess, like mango acha or something that you're eating with your bread, or that's part of the thing, okay, then you wouldn't say a separate brocha. That's, you, you've got to be on top of the game for these halachas. They're very complex, a lot to uh, think about. 
a lot, a lot to know, a lot to think, to take into consideration, and a lot to and a lot to know. Tosos bring a very interesting thing. Yeah. So we've just said we're samchinan adas of the balabai. So if the balabai is planned on bringing out more food, the meal's not considered over, even though you thought it was over. Even if you ate in another room, yeah, that's what he's going to serve you, what he plans on serving you, or might even depend till he's finished eating. Um, and what he plans on serving you. I guess for many men, this would be whatever their wife, like their guest in honor, whatever their wife plans on serving them. Um, he brings an interesting thing. He says, we apply this for What happens if you Pesach night, you're sitting there, you say, let's bench, and you're about to start benching, and you realize you've forgotten to eat the common. Do we say that the meal's finished? And uh, you'd have to say a new bracha? Or, uh, pardon? You know, would you have to vas again and say you brach or not? So Tosa says very interesting. He says If someone forgot to eat the uh, afikomen for Omar Havlon v'Nabrich, and he says, "Okay, let's bench." Eino hesechadas. That's not considered removing your intent from them. The anan atachad derachmona samchinan, because we're dependent on the table of Hashem. I Hashem's. We've got a whole instruction how to follow the seder not, and that's what we're subjecting our mind to. We're going to follow the seder, and therefore it's. Until you've eaten afikomen, you can still eat it. Even if you've decided to bench, you can still eat it. It's because it's as the same as if the host planned on bringing out more food. You just said, okay, let's bench, it's finished. And the host still planned on bringing out more food. You can still continue to eat. The whole time was very interesting. Then he continues, says, oh, what happens if you forgot and you already benched and you didn't eat the afikomen? So he says, Because all the matzah was made for the mitzvah and you've already basically eaten uh, the required amount. Okay. Um, if someone normally uh, rubs his hand in oil, he moisturizes his hand after the meal, that's what signals the end of the meal. And Omar Rav Ashi came in by Rav Kahana when we were eating by Rav Kahana. According to us, we moisturize our hand after eating until we've. Mo- it's, that's when it's considered, that's when it stops you eating, is when you've put moisturizer on your hand. It's not like all these teachings. I've finished, we've had three, I think if I remember correctly, we've had three teachings. Um, I've finished my meal, no, the food has been removed from the table, or you've put oil moisturizer on your hand. It's not like any of them. We said in the name of Rav. Three things that have to follow immediately after other. Regarding korbanos, as soon as the owner's done smicha, lent on his korban, you have to shecht it. Take if geula, tefillah. This we saw early on in the Masechta. As soon as you've said geula, as soon as you've said ge'al Yisrael, you have to go into your amira. And this is the important one. Take if netilas yadayim, brocha. Immediately after my machroidim, you have to say the brocha. You have to bench. Um... Just before that, Tosfos point out that what about many of us who don't do my machrodim? So when does the meal end? So he says it's when people say, "Have non come, let's bench." Aye, we stop in the meal, let's bench. Maybe it's even saying, "Rabbi sign of oreich." That's the end of the meal. Before that, it's still considered part of the meal. Tosfos, interesting enough, says especially. Um, There's one point I want to bring out. 
The commentaries bring a discussion that some that it might also refer to you've got to do hamotzi as soon as you've done as soon often as you time as you can. But here it clearly means birchas um, straight after doing ma'amachronim you must go into bed. Shem. I think that's why people do ma'amachronim after shiramalos. Because you do my macronim and then you sing Sharamalos, that's a good interruption before going into benching. So you must do my macronim, say Sharamalos, do my I think that's the reason. But again, straight after you, that's the end of the meal. Uh, my macronim. Or us who don't do my macronim, that's when we say the end. Yeah. But that's a different halacha, it's just not the halacha we're discussing. Are they must. He's a, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. We saw earlier on that was mashma that you can only have. Uh, oh no, that was if you said hamotzi, you can only have interruption. Then you have to eat immediately. Yeah, we haven't. Seen, you're right. We haven't seen an issue between speaking between netilas yadaim and hamotzi. Okay, something to keep in mind. Omar we also added, take it the Chachamim Brocha. As soon as you bring a Tamar Chacham into your house, Brocha will follow. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, Vayavorcheini Hashem Biglalech, Lavan said to Yaakov, Hashem has blessed me because of you. Iboy Sayyim Mahach, another soul, Shenemar, Vayavorch Hashem has blessed Mitri Biglal Yosef, the house of the Mitri was blessed because of Yosef. So Tamar Chacham, straight after welcoming the Tamar Chacham into your home, Brocha comes to your home. That's a fourth uh, take it. Okay, new Mishnah. Um, before we go into this Mishnah, um, just uh, Rashi mentions it's crucial to understand how they, why, why they, how they used to have their meals. Is that have wine and a little bit of what's called parpiras, like appetizers, before hamotzi. Then they'd vas and say hamotzi and have the main course, have, will have their meal. And then they would like end the meal and they'd have more wine and... Uh, Another glass of wine and some more parparos and finish them and then uh, bench after that. So that's the style of their meal. So with that imam, the brocha you said, and you said before you said amotzi, covers the wine you had, you said, after the meal. Again, after the meal, but before benching. Similarly, the brocha you said on the parparos that you ate before the meal. The, the appetizers covers the little bits of the appetizers that you ate after the after the meal. Okay, and as I mentioned, it's after the meal, but before birchas hamazon. Berichalapas poiteres apaperes. If you said a bracha on bread, you exempt the paperes. Alapaperes loy poiteres apas. But if you said the bracha on the paperes, you do not. It does not cover the bread. It also doesn't cover. Masa Kataira cooked dishes, Mazoinus um, dishes. Um, just one boy, uh, yeah, we'll go into what Beishama is saying more in the Gemara, but just it seems to um, Tosfos one who highlight that we must be speaking about some sort of Pasab or Bekisnin like substance, something more bread like that you ate before the meal. So you are having, I guess, wine and uh, some maybe some biscuits or something like that before the meal. And you said mazonas, you might have the other minute that that mazonas should cover the bread because it's basically the same as the bread. Kamash Malan, then no, Parperis does not cover bread. 
If people were sitting and eating, guess, let's say in the same room, they each have to say their own brachas. However, if they were leaning, then they say a bracha together. I, one person, can say the brachas on behalf of, of everyone. Tosfos halat, but that's because that's how they used to eat. So any fixed meal, and that would be koveh sort of make us all eating together if we would lean on our couches together. Like we try to do on Beisach. We lean on our couches, you lean... Um, that, that's how they used to eat, and only if they ate leaning would it be considered a kfir sura. They'd each lean with their own little table to eat off, and that's how they would do it. If, however, people were sitting and eating, well, that's not kovah sura together, and therefore they're each independent. And he halat, they therefore halat, and nowadays that, the standard way of eating is everyone sits at one table, well then, that's kovah sura together. Sitting together at one table is kovah sura, and it's not, not, you don't have to lean to be considered Kofea Suda. He says, very largely it's eating bread together, that's Kofea, the Suda eating at one table. Um, okay, then the Mishnah continues. If they brought wine during the meal, each person has to say their own bracha. If it's brought after the meal, then each one says their own bracha. Pardon? Um, well, I don't know. After the meal here again means, seems to mean before Birchat Hamazon, that one that they would have uh, together afterwards. The Gemara will explain why. So, but it's basically because during the meal it wasn't so normal to drink wine as a thing and therefore if people need to say a brocha it's their own uh, decision to say the brocha whereas after the meal everyone would sit and drink wine and therefore one person it's a excuse for doing that and therefore one person can say it on behalf of everyone even though they normally only bring the incense to the table after benching the one who said the brocha on the wine after the meal can say the brocha on the incense after the meal. I will honor the same person with both of them. This, this that we started off saying that the wine that a person, the first point in the Mishnah was wine that a person drank before the meal covers the wine that he drinks at the end of the meal or after the meal. That's specifically on Shabbos and Yom Tov because people are Kovaya Suda on one eye, they set and they always have one. But the rest of the year, you'd have to say a separate brocha on each glass of wine. Also, when a person comes out of the bathhouse or they bloodlet, and since they set, then people also have the minag to drink a lot more wine, then they would, they cover sudos alayayin, they're definitely going to have wine. The rest of you have to say a separate brach on each glass. What's he saying? On Shabbos and Yom Tov, when you say Kiddush and you, uh, again, that's before you say Akofen, and you definitely plan on having, generally you plan on having more wine. Because that's what you normally do on Shabbos and Yom Tov. A fancier meal, you'll have wine throughout the meal. 
and also obviously at the end of the meal. So therefore, the hakofen you said covers it during the weekday. It's not so normal for people to bring out a, and have a glass of wine during the meal. So even if they had wine and said hakofen before the meal, it doesn't cover during the meal because it's unlikely that they plan on doing it. Therefore, they'd have to say a new bracha. And he says. And that would be, yeah, Rabbi Bamori Iklilabay Rava Bachol. Rabbi Bamori went to Rava during the weekday, during the week. Chazia Devorek Lipnei Amazon. Baharabirik Lachamaraz, he saw him say Brocha Hakofen on wine before the meal, and then also again after eating, he said another Brocha. Amana Yashir Vachainom Rebbe Shobin Levi. Well done, that's also how Rebbe Shobin Levi Paskins. Again, it's not normal to have wine. So the wine, the broccoli you said on the wine before the meal, doesn't cover the wine at the end of the meal because it was unlikely that you were going to have it. Every minute. Yeah. So there it's interesting because you, know, you read about them having wine very often, but it seems... So I'm not sure if it's specifically referring to like... It's, I don't think it's necessarily referring to like wine that they would sip... To, as like we have cold drink, but in, it's referring to like a special glass of wine, kind of like I guess like people bring out the cures just before benching, like they would have a special glass of wine. Yeah. Okay. lahu. They asked them. Boilohem yayin Amazon Again, a person didn't have wine before the meal, and in the middle of the meal he asked for wine. Sorry, they brought him wine. In the middle of the meal, does that hagofen that he says on the wine in the middle of the meal exempt the wine after the meal? And let's say he didn't have wine before, again, he didn't have wine before eating, like we said that they would often do. He just, he got thirsty during the meal, it was a very spicy meal, or it was a very dry, a lot of dry food. So he decided, he, so they brought out some wine then. So he says, does that wine cover the wine that's drunk for drinking wine? At the end of the meal. What's the question? He says, If you want to bring a proof from our Mishnah and say, That any wine you said a brochon before the meal exempts the wine after the meal, so maybe so to here it should exempt it. He says, That's because there the whole point is to drink the wine. Here it's there, it's to drink the wine, but here it's to just uh, moisten your mouth. So then if you're drinking wine to moisten your mouth in the middle of the meal, it's not as choshev as the wine you're going to drink just before benching as a special glass of wine. So maybe the Hagafen doesn't cover it. Or maybe it makes no difference. At the end of the day, you're saying a broch on wine, it should cover it. So Rav Omer Poiter, Rav Kahan Omer Eino Poiter, Rav Nachman Omer Poiter, Rav Sheish Omer Eino Poiter. So big Machloikes, so far Rav and Rav Sheshis have said that does not cover it. You'd have to say a new Hagofen and Rav Kahana and Rav Nachman say you, it would cover it. Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda v'chol tamidah de Rav Omri Eino Poiter. Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda and all the students of Rav say that it does not exempt it. Eisi vei Rav Rav Nachman. Rav challenged Rav Nachman. Bolohem yayin besoich hamazon kol echod ve'echod mevarech la'atzmo la'achar hamazon if they brought them wine during the meal, each person says their own bracha, and then they brought them wine after the meal, one person says the bracha for all of them. What do we see? You say a bracha on the wine during the meal, and then you also say a bracha after, at the end of the meal. So we see that you do this wine that you drink during the meal just to uh, moisten your mouth, doesn't cover the bracha on actually when you actually want to drink wine for drinking wine.
So Omar Lai Hachik Omar no, then you misunderstood the Mishnah. He says, Im loy bolohem yayin besoich hamazon, el el achar hamazon echon mavarech lekulam. It's not a follow-on. It's not saying that if they brought them wine during the meal, each person says a bracha, and then when they brought mine after the meal, one person says it for all of them. It's two totally distinct cases. The one case is, if wine's brought to them during the meal, okay, each person has to say their own bracha. And a totally separate case, if they haven't drunk any wine and someone brings them wine after the meal, then, they, then one person can say a coffin for all of them. So there's no kasha on those opinion. Yeah. Interesting enough, we pass an enopoiter, and they highlight, um, they bring out from here that grant that we have... Talmidi, the Talmidei of Rav followed, argued on Rav. Rav Gunav, Rav Yehudah, Vakol Talmidei, Rav Omri Eino Potu, where Rav says Potu. So interesting enough, many bring from there that by the fact that all is granted, we have the tradition of what Rav said. He said Potu, the wine that you drink during the meals, that coffin you said on the wine you drink during the meal covers the wine after the meal. By the fact that all these students learned otherwise must be later on retracted. Or something like that. Uh, just an interesting thing to think about. How we have all the students of Rav arguing on Rav. Pardon? You've got to explain how all his students argue on him. Yeah. So that would be one explanation. Okay, ACV. So we did that. Berich ala pasp. Poter es apa peres. Ala peres loy poter es apa. Shabar omrim. The Mishnah said, okay, now this is the first clause of the Mishnah is, if you said a bracha on the bread, you exempt the parperes. The second clause is, if you said the bracha on parperes, it does not exempt the bread. And by Shammai say, it doesn't even exempt Masek Kedaira. Now the Masek Kedaira, as we said, is like the um, porridges, mazonis sort of dishes that you bring during the meal. Now, is Shammai arguing and saying, af? on the first point or the second point. Now we're going to explain to Omar Tanakama. Maybe the Tanakama said Peres If you said the Brochon Pras, you exempt the Parperes, the appetizers. But If you've asked before starters, obviously the starters, let's call them starters. I guess we let's let's maybe view it like a wedding. So sometimes you go into the wedding and you're having a little bit of uh, what's it, sushi and uh, chicken strips and all those sort of foods and obviously some mazonas sort of, maybe some sort of mazonas pies or something, some samosas. so there the Tanakama says if you said the broch on bread before all of that it exempts the paperis and obviously it will exempt the other things in the meal, the Masa Kadeira if it exempts the paperis, the appetizers, it's definitely going to exempt the Masa Kadeira um, he says, no, not only does it not exempt the parperes, the appetizers, which are almost distinct from the meal, it even, Hamotzi doesn't even cover the other parts in the meal, the, the other mozoinus, excuse me, the other mozoinus in the meal. So what? What is the So it depends what you learn in the parperes is. Yeah, so that's what I brought. I mentioned from Tosos, who bring from the Rash, that the Rach, it must have been something bread like. But Rashi actually doesn't learn like that. Or, or Mazonas, it would like bread like pastry, samosas, or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a hard question. We can, um, I didn't get a chance, to, I need to look at Tosos again on the previous, on the Mishnah, but. So where was it? Yeah, it was Tosos on the Mishnah. 
Um, I need to look into it more to clarify. But for whatever reason, there is the Havamina. Rashi doesn't even learn it's uh, necessarily uh, bread-like. So I need to, need, to, need to think about it a bit more. But let's just take for granted that they had the Havamina, that the bread would cover the parperes. He says, yes, the bread does cover the parperes. And obviously, if it covers the parperes, which is less part of the meal, it will definitely cover the porridges and the kugels and stuff. The pasta, which are part of the meal. Whereas Beishamah says, no, not only does it not cover the papyrus, it doesn't, bread, saying amotion bread, doesn't even cover the parts, the standalone parts of the meals, like the kugel and pastas, etc. And porridges. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that might be from Rashi. If I, okay, but carrying on. So that's the one possibility of how to learn Beishamah. They're saying bread doesn't even cover Masik Deira. Or Dilma, perhaps a safer pligi, maybe Beis Shammah just argue on the safer diktani, Berech alapoperes, loi poteres apas. Says if you said a broch on the papyrus, you do not exempt the pas. Pasulilo poter aval Masik Deira poter. It's specifically the bread that this papyrus doesn't cover, but obviously it would cover the other dishes, porridge. So you said you said mazonas on some, uh, on a samusa, and then you go sit down at your table and they give you a dish of pasta. Well, the mazonas, let's assume that uh, the samusa was mazonas that you said on the thing, covers the pasta. That's what uh, No, the papyrus does not potter that. The papyrus is distinct. The papyrus is appetizers, and you're eating it for appetizers, and therefore the brocha you said on appetizers can't cover, it's not a choshuv enough brocha to cover the main dishes of the meal. That's taiku, and we leave it unresolved which way Baishama is learning. Let's do a little bit further. We mentioned that if they're if they sitting, then they're independent, and you can't have one person say the brochas on behalf of the other people. But if they're leaning, well, then they're kovea together, and they can. This is specifically if they're leaning, but if they're not leaving, then they don't join together. That one person can say the broch on, half of, on behalf of everyone else. Says says, they raise the contradiction. If ten people were traveling and they're all eating from the same loaf, they still each say their own brochas. If they sat that to eight, even if each person is eating their own sandwich, one person says the brocha for all of them. So we said you have to lean for one person to say the brocha on behalf of everyone. In the mission and the price, it says even if, they, if they're traveling and they're sitting. So Moran says, no. It's where they said, let us go and eat our bread in that place. I, they... Uh, Rashi says, They're designating a place to eat together through, I don't know if you need all these, specifically these three things, but he says through speech, they're consulting with each other, and they're kind of uh, designating it. So that does make it kavua. If we say so you're on a pig, you're going on a hike, and you're on a picnic, so oh, everyone's going to be sitting, no one's going to be leaning and eating. He says, no, when they say, okay, let's look at that spot, that's a beautiful picnic spot, let's all go sit there and eat, and everyone says, okay, that sounds like a good idea, then it is Kovaya, does join them into be one uh, su'uda. Um, then it yeah, brings a story that, uh, where this point came out, when Rav died, all his students followed his 
coffin to wherever, to, it seems to another city to bury him. Ki Hadri, when they were returning, Omri Lachma, Anar Dank. Let's go eat our bread by the river, by the Dank River. So, Bosa, the Krachu Yosif, the Komi Boile, he sibudav, Ketran, Avol Yosfu Loi, Odimo Kimen Dominaz, and Echel Rifta, Beduch, the Planisia, Ki he sibudamu. Oi, we know the Mishnah says only if you lean are you considered eating together that one person can say the Brocha on behalf of everyone. So maybe that specifically, if you mean us who are sitting by this river, I mean, for all intents and having a picnic on their way home, they stopped on their journey on the way home, does this that we said, let's sit down and eat there, count as making us covert together, fixed together, and therefore one person can say the brocha or not? It says, they couldn't work out the answer. So come Ravada Barava, Ravada Barava got up, he turned his cloak which he had torn because his rabbi died to his back and he did another kriya. He says, Rav's died and we haven't even learned the laws of benching. I had a whole new appreciation for the loss of his rabbi. So he did kriya a second time. That's what he did. But why? Because they weren't sure. Again, they had designated this place to eat together, but you have to lean, or is even sitting with designation good enough? says, um, Until an elder came and explained to them the contradiction between our Mishnah, Ubraisa, and the Braisa. Again, remember the Mishnah says if you, only if you're leaning, and the Braisa said, no, even if you're sitting, Says, if you designate a place, then it's like you set a meal. And then it's like you did designate that place for a meal, and it's good enough. As I explained, for us, this isn't so relevant. What makes us Kovea Suda? It seems, it might be two factors, sitting at the same table, and maybe with bread. You might also have to have bread. Eating, eating bread together at the same table is definitely Kovea Suda. If you have one but not the other, I'm not sure. But again, this would apply, as I said, for like a picnic, you... You're, or you're driving somewhere and you're stopping on the side of the road, does that cover suri? If you decide to do it and you have one of the place, then it does set you together. Um, you know, leave it there. Have a good Shabbos. Shabbos.